Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about the misconceptions of the high-end client or clientele. I hear people say a lot that they don't want to raise their prices too much because they don't want to price out, let's say like a $90 haircut, or they don't want to price out a style of person that they feel like they are best, um, like, I don't know, like the most compatible with. And I want to speak to this because I never have. And I want to share my own experience with it because I'm here to bust, is it bust some myths? I just, for me, I've found that the more high-end of an experience I provide and the more high-end of a price I charge, I have personally seen no downside to the style of person that that frequents my business. I've actually seen an upgrade and I've seen a level of connection and compatibility within my clientele like never before. And so I've said this for a long time, but anyone can be successful as a hairstylist, any personality type. But there are personality types that I feel are going to attract a broader audience, a quicker audience, faster super fans. But that doesn't mean that everyone doesn't have an audience. And that doesn't mean that the introverted hairstylist can't be massively successful. I find it will just take that person a little bit longer to get there. And I think that if we're all playing this game of the long game and we're in this career to really thrive and do it for a long time and do it in a way that honors us, then we owe it to ourselves to do it from a place that is authentic to each of us. And I just, it's really important to me to share today that I don't want people to feel like if they do what's right for themselves and right for their business and the numbers have to make sense, but I don't want people to feel like if they elevate themselves and elevate their business that they're going to lose people that are for them. Yes, people are going to have to do what makes sense for them financially, but there's this idea and you hear a lot of people say it and I agree with it 100%. It's not a, it, you can't make decisions for other people based on your assumptions of what they value and what they want to spend their money on. Because ultimately, most of the people I'm talking to are already in a high-end area. They're already operating uh, a a pretty high-end experience. And so to me, when I hear someone say that, I hear someone who has some sort of block around making more and being comfortable with that. And like I've had clients that I've had since I was 19 years old, so I can speak to this with a lot of understanding of it. I'm 36 now and I have clients that have been with me since I began. And does it look different? Yes. 
I'm different, they're different, the frequency of visit they come in is different, and COVID changed a lot of that as well. For instance, maybe I had a client that came in every three weeks, but now they come in every five and they see Jenny instead of me. Or I have clients that they used to see me every three weeks and now they see me every four or five and they do a touch-up in between. I, I just... I feel like taking responsibility for other people's choices is keeping people from maybe honoring the direction they want to take things in. And if I could say anything as an independent stylist who's run my own business and managed a very big salon, I would say that if you're in a bigger salon or you've got like, let's say like five to eight stylists, you're really well positioned to elevate certain stylists because unlike being an independent, you have other people to offer them to keep them in the business. So I, what I see happen and I see it happen primarily at traditional salons. I see what I notice because I've been in the industry for a long time. I'll see a salon that caps people. They have a ceiling and you can see when people hit it. And my thought process is turn it, on, turn it on its head. You always have younger stylists. You have more leverage to position that top person and give them limitless growth. And that doesn't mean like take advantage of it. But I just, I see this um, limited mindset and I see how it impacts independent stylists once they go out on their own because they've inherited that belief system and it's possible to change it, but it takes work. And that's what I've been able to do in my business is like to rewire what's possible. And if you work somewhere where what's possible is only a $90 haircut and that's the top dog, then you're going to leave and you're going to think that that's all there is. And there isn't, there's limitless possibilities. So my intention is to share that I think there's a lot of people playing small that could amp it up a notch, could take it up a notch and actually would feel a level of invigoration within their business that they are currently lacking, but it's going to involve getting uncomfortable and trusting that the story in your head that people with more money are difficult has to be laid to rest. Because in my experience, we all have clients we attract and we're not going to attract what isn't for us if we're running our businesses in a way that aligns with who we are. So I don't have difficult high, high ticket clients because that's not what I'm attracting. And yes, is there always exceptions to rules? Absolutely. You know, last Christmas I had a bleach and tone. I put it on Instagram. It looked great. She asked for half her money back. I explained to her, you didn't have a bleach and tone. It was going to be warm. Here's half your money. I wish you well on your journey. You cannot see me again, but Merry Christmas. There are exceptions to rules, right? Like I don't really give refunds, but at the end of the day, if you're not happy and like, I don't have to do this again, see ya. And like I said, like I, I'm someone who has policies, always have, and I tend to live by them, but there are exceptions to rules. Sometimes at the place I'm at in my career, I'm willing to do things to wash my hands of things because I can tell I have experience enough to tell that I am not going to be able to solve this. And 
bless and release, bless and release, baby. But at the end of the day, having elevated my experience has brought me an elevated experience within my business. And that's not to say that the style of person has changed because I think at the end of the day, we have this kind of, again, like misguided idea that like if we raise our prices by $20, we're going to like, we're going to be left to starve. And ultimately that's never been my experience. People, you know, like there's this idea of like, you're always kind of shedding part of your clientele and you're always kind of getting new people and you have people that'll stay with you and that's beautiful, but just kind of acknowledging the, just the process of it and understanding it. Like if I think about when I saw like 14 people a day, I was kind of like everyone in the prison doors locking. You're all going to be in here with me forever. Like you're, you're here. And now I view it very much like airy, you know, like you come, you go, you come, you go, you come back, you leave, you circle around. Like, and I think having that attitude um, for other people allows us to give ourselves permission to grow and change and evolve. And I think that that's very hard for us as hairstylists. It's very hard for us because we're the constants in people's lives. But I want to just open the door of like, this is my, my literal entire like clientele has never been more in alignment with the person I am. And it has involved having my prices go up and I've still been able to, because I provide a lot of value beyond just hair to, to have it not feel like I've created, um, very like high touch experiences outside of the salon, because there's this idea that I was talking to a chef and he said, ultimately people that can't afford something are stretching. And so it's hard and they need a lot of help. Like they need a lot of assistance. They want a lot of things. And then there's people that are next, 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 next level. And they might need a lot of handholding, but the majority of people in the middle, and I mean like middle being like still high end to like upper high end, they're really like, there is a whole group of people that are just like, cool. They, they really are. There really is. And I think examining your beliefs around what it looks like to be someone who services this style of client. And you might find, because it's been my experience that your clientele actually doesn't change and that you have been putting people in boxes that they don't belong in because no one likes to be put in a box. No one likes to be told, who they are and not that you're telling them, but you are in your head telling a story that reinforces a belief system that is not helping you grow. And so I'm here, I'm a myth buster. I'm here to bust the myth of the high, high ticket client and share with you that those people that as I've raised my prices, they become more invested in your life, want to see you win and truthfully see you more as an equal and less of a service provider than any other client like I've ever had. And like I said, I've kind clients that have grown with me my whole career. I've had clients that I meet just today. And the truth of the matter is when you change people, you know, you're changing the dance and the idea that you have to stay in your $90 haircut suit that no longer fits you like an outfit it's not honoring you and it's actually hindering the experience that you're able to provide. Because if you come in fully charged, feeling like awesome about how you're being compensated and the work that you're doing in the world, 
you provide a service that is beyond next level. So I hope you have a wave making day. And if you want help doing that, my freebie to uh, price yourself to have a life, the pricing formula is out now. Click the link and learn more about how I recommend doing this. Have a wave making day.